0: And we are live.
1: Welcome back to Checkpoint, your number one show. Rounding up the hottest gaming news stories of the week. I'm one of your hosts, James Walmer, joined by the menace in the white tea, Vincent DeSantis. Wow. Uh, thank you so much for to our audio listeners uh, joining us when the show comes out tomorrow. Is that still how it works? Yes. Still doing this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is Thursday, May 27th. That's the truth welcome to the show
0: welcome welcome in baby how we do today
1: we're talking sorry how you go- doing well we got oh, do to your talk- thing i didn't, I didn't do this do your talking, thing about. do your thing today we're talking about uh biomemute review controversy sonic sonic 30th anniversary event dragon quest 35th anniversary event and nintendo switch 2.0 rumors among other things now vincent that's right. i want to know how are you doing
0: i'm doing i'm doing well dude i'm doing well this week you know. I was telling, I was telling, I we had a phone call earlier on in the week where I was just saying, I, I feel like a new man this last week. I don't know. Something's just gotten into me. I don't know. I'm just doing things out of the ordinary. It's just, yeah. I'm smoking crack every morning before I wake up. It's just been, it's been really good for my health. So yeah, okay. that's been awesome. <laughs> How are you?
1: Uh, Probably not as good as you. But... Okay. Okay. Sure. Um, No, but it's good. A good friend of mine is get married tomorrow and I get the opportunity to MC the wedding and Let's I'm go. just I'm so excited I'm anxious about it but I am so excited
0: so I'm sure he has like a whole playlist for you huh like of things he wants yeah. you to play
1: uh yeah he has a whole playlist that I don't really have to manage I assume he's just going to play through it cool um fortunately for me that means I won't have people coming up to me left and right saying oh my god can you play this song yeah I right. would be like sit down it's not my playlist
0: that is not what the bride and
1: groom want (laughs) not at all do you want me to tell Cole and Natalie do you want me to tell Cole and Natalie go tell them yourself no don't bother them don't bother them at all that'd be terrible (laughs) Uh, what have you been playing this week
0: dude oh my god I got two things to tell you I got two things to tell you about and that is number one is days gone so I found out there are six acts like A-C-T-S you know like a movie is usually like three acts six acts three six axes no three acts six y axes i can't say acts <laughs> act like an act okay so a movie has three act
1: <laughs> three acts <No> <laughs> we're off to a great start ladies and
0: gentlemen uh, anyways this game has six okay so it's freaking huge i feel like i've really hit the climax of the game just now though and we're going into like the end game here you know mm. what i mean we're we're at the last I'm at the last mission of act five and the first mission of act six. So it's the bridge to the end, you know. That's kind of where I'm at. Oh. Um and the sixth act is very much
1: smaller than the rest. <laughs> so is it like an epilogue or is it No, because uh... it's still
0: like the story's in full swing still, but okay. like I'm sure there's an epilogue after this. It's like this game never ends, dude. I'm forty something hours in and it does not end. And I'm gonna go for the platinum. I've already spent forty something hours. I don't care. I'm finishing the whole thing. It's going to happen. Um, but I wanted to mention this one moment. James, I don't really want to spoil the game for you. Or, or do you care that much? It's a very minor spoiler. I don't, I don't care that much. Audio listeners, if you don't want Days Gone spoiler spoiled, mute for the next 10 seconds, because I just have to say something real quick. In the game, a main part of the game is you trying to find your wife, because your wife might be dead, might be alive. Okay, so we're going to mm-hmm. spend 30 hours on a wild goose chase for your wife, wife, who might not be alive, and oh my god, she's alive! Big surprise. Okay, that kind of thing. Anyways, I won't tell you how because it's like an it, it's actually interesting. That that part is interesting. But there's a point mm-hmm. to where the relationship is very awkward since they haven't seen each other for a long time. Right. And uh, Deacon, the main character, uh, they have sex. Okay, there is a there is a sex scene. For sure, mm-hmm. it's not at all hot or steamy. It is just awkward. It is just weird. And the scene ends, and it. the scene has the whole game has weird cutscenes where it just fades in and out and like skips time. Yes. And you're like, where the hell yes. are we? I d- hate that.
1: It's very disorienting.
0: All of a sudden, we switch time, and it's the morning, and you're on your bike, and Sarah is like your wife's, like grabbing onto your like waist on the bike, and you're driving away, and there's like. Anime intro music playing like a hard, happy rock beat, and then Deacon, like, kind of like goes like this. He's like, Yeah, like, I just had sex. Yeah, I'm like, This is the worst moment I've ever ever experienced in a video game in my entire life it was the ch- actually i'm not gonna lie the build-up to it was hot as hell and i was like this is well deserved and well earned for 35 hours of gameplay but this bike scene where he's like yeah let's go all right i'm Dude. like this is
1: sick this is
0: disgusting bro that's your <laughs> wife but i don't want it i don't want to i don't want any of this bro okay so anyways we're almost done with days gone we'll get past that other thing I've been playing non-stop is Knockout City. I'm level 30 in Knockout City already. Oh my god. And I spent four hours last night playing competitive. It's all to rank in the worst rank possible. Bronze one. There's nine ranks in this game and I'm the worst at the game. I'm so bad apparently. I thought I was good. I lost six consecutive ranked matches last night. So that's all, that's all I have all to say. How long does a
1: match last? Five to
0: six minutes? Five to seven minutes? They're quick. But god, I love Knockout City. Holy crap. How about you? What wow. have you been plan? <laughs>
1: <laughs> nothing but Last of Us 2, baby. Oh! Shoot. But Last of Us 2. I'm probably like I want to say between 8 and 9, maybe 10 hours in. Okay. Um just did, I don't know if this is I don't think this is a spoiler. I did the um aquarium as Abby. Okay. Yeah.
0: So um, you're going through the aquarium as Abby.
1: I just got, I mean, I just did the whole thing. So it went back uh, forward in time to going
0: Dilapidated aquarium? Dilapidated like the aquarium. Okay. Got Dilapidated
1: it. Dilapidated aquarium. Um, so you're in like Seattle flashback. day two or yep. something? Or day one? I don't Seattle know. day two. Yeah. Because okay. the first day in Seattle is when you're going through with, uh, what's his name? Danny? Manny? Oh, yeah, yeah. Manny. I love the Manny. Latino dude? Yeah. Manny, I love Manny. you go. I love Manny too. First day is you're going through some of the city and you meet the scars with, that's with Manny and Mel. And then, uh, in day two, I think, cause I already had the meeting with Isaac. Yeah. And then. Good scene. Good then, scene. Good, great scene. And then there's a second aquarium scene with, uh, Abby and Owen. Sure. And then it flashes forward to Abby and Manny on the, on a rooftop looking at the aquarium from a distance
0: what abby and owen scene have you seen or what what was that part it was the one where happened. owen jumps
1: off the a ferris wheel
0: i love that that's part's great
1: it was really good
0: yeah oh really man
1: good. oh man they all the characters are incredible in they're game.
0: they're pretty well written i in they're my very well written
1: yeah like some of these characters that i really wrote off in the first act as being filler have so much more to them
0: I know. That's the crazy part about this game. It's got so many twists and turns. And mm-hmm. I'm just... I need to finish freaking Days Gone so I can get back into it.
1: It's gotta happen. Um, It's really surprising me in terms of gameplay fluidity. I mean, with the first one, I didn't think it was anything special in terms sure. of gameplay, because Naughty Dog never does anything really revolutionary in terms of its gameplay. It's normally just guys. You sure. just walk or run through an environment. I mean, Uncharted 4 had the grappling hook. Yeah. But even that's not, like, huge. Yep. Um, but there's just such attention to detail. Yeah. And, like, it makes everything feel more immersive. So, like, when you're picking up arrows off of dead bodies, like, you actually reach down and pick them up. Mm-hmm. Um, and all these things that you guys already know. Like... That's really cool.
0: In Last of Us 2, the, I think the most impressive part is, like, if I died during a encounter and had to restart the encounter, it's so cool to me, The going from, like, shooting to hitting someone with a melee weapon... And all those animations seems like there's so many different ones. Like you can like kind of like if you dash crawl kind of thing, you like kind of go on the ground and like, you know, like move around like that. Mm -hmm. You can pick Mm -hmm. something up and like bring it up and like hit someone and then like drop it with the gun. Like it's like all these different things. And it looks so cool. Like when you're actually moving around and doing it. It's crazy. Right?
1: There's very little things that remind you you're playing a game. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, man.
1: What a game. Can't wait, can't wait get, to play it again. I can't wait to finish it. I mean, like, as much as I, I can't wait to get to the kind of climax yeah. and the resolution of what everything that's going on, but I it's can't one wait of those for you to experience I it. also kind of don't want to end. You know what I mean? I totally understand. I totally get it. I totally like, get it. I just it. want to keep playing it. I um, can't
0: wait for you to just play
1: the rest of it. Holy crap. It's, we got a lot of news today, so we got to get started. Let's get into it. Then hit me with the Biomutant review roundup.
0: All right. Biomutant came out this week with very interesting reviews. We got a very lot on the high ones. end and a lot in the mid end. There wasn't many like low end scores, but a lot of just like eh scores, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So here's what we got. We got a little roundup from a couple different things. And then we have a little tw- of course Twitter. Of course, Twitter. We got a little Twitter thing this we got to talk weird. about too. Wow, Biomutant, GameSpot. Gives it a six out of ten. Well it might not always hit the mark. Biomutant is an ambitiously flawed game from a small studio, and the games industry could always use more risky endeavors like this one. Like They're kind of that's a conflicting statement in itself. Like it's flawed, but I'm glad they did it. Like I'm glad they went for this, that kind of thing. IGN gives it a six out of ten. They said Biomutant has a lot of the building blocks of a top drawer action RPG, but its cookie cutter approach to objectives and puzzles starts feeling very repetitive early on. Mm-hmm. Game Revolution gives it a 9.5 out of 10. Damn near perfect. Saying, considering Biomutant's delayed and seemingly troubled road to release, I am blindsided by just how good it is. Experiment 101 has clearly been afforded the time to see its vision through, something which it unfortunately far too rare in the cutthroat gaming industry. I did not expect this to be one of my favorites of the year so far, let alone one of the most enjoyable open-world games I've ever played. A true modern gaming miracle. Damn. Games Radar. Radar gives it a 3 out of 5. It's such a shame because there's a great game in here. Biomutants' world and characters are wonderful and brilliant, brilliantly silly, but these elements clashing in some of the more serious elements of the core story. And finally, PC Gamer. This is, this is a hilarious review. PC Gamer, 60 out of 100. 6 out of 10. I enjoyed it with a big, pained grin, much like the horrific smile of my spherically domed horse. I grit my teeth through the painful narration and groundless progression. If only to see what kind of fucked up Muffet it would throw at me next.
1: <laughs> Muffet. <laughs>
0: Mutant is an extravagant cartoon diorama unlike anything on PC. It's just not much fun to play or listen to. <laughs> it's like they, they give it some like real praise and then like they just humble themselves I don't know right who there. wrote this review. It's hilarious. I, re- I was reading a lot of it and it was great. Um, Before we move on from Mutant though, we got some weird tweet things that got a lot of heat and criticism i don't really know how i feel about it
1: but this a lot of it was very talked about on twitter after the reviews came out
0: heck yeah heck yeah so BioMutant mutant on may 25th that was release day or the day before release day maybe james i don't know james
1: davenport wrote that review for PC gamer
0: james davenport i'll have to look at some of his other stuff because this is this is funny so Biomutant, the official Twitter account, tweets, Biomutant reviews are in. The scores are all over the map, so there's only one thing left for you to do. Play the game and see for yourself. Hashtag Biomutant will be out later today, and we can't wait to hear your thoughts. That's a great tweet. That's fine. That's fine. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? How else are you going to handle it? You, I don't know. Then THQ Nordic, the publisher of Biomutant, this is weird. Goes in and says, quote, like THQ's new open-world action RPG game excels at the former, its world design, but struggles with combat. And then they quote a PC gamer um, review saying a vibrant art style and fluid combat hindered by some serious, repetitive open world design. So both of these reviews completely contradict each other. One of them saying combat is good and open world is bad. The other one's saying combat is bad. Open world is good. And they tweeted the guy, uh, the meme where the guy goes like, like know, he tilts huh? his head. He's like, huh? And the question marks go all over his head. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so sorry about my dog barking in the background. I will. I'm, I'm so sorry. I barely hear it. Just keep okay, going. Cool. Um, and this got a lot of flack because, like, they were responding to a bunch of comments, even, like, I don't know if they should, like, I don't know as a company if you should kind of respond to all the hate stuff, you know? there's It's well, bound to sure. be there. And yeah. they believe in their game. This game was made by 20 people, which is a huge feat that they dropped this double A game. I think they got a lot of good reviews and a lot of okay reviews, I guess. I'm still excited mm-hmm. to play it one day on sale, like, I'm not going to pick it up, or we'll see, you know what I mean? But... Mm-hmm. It, this got a lot of crap from games journalists being like I, "like you're drawing unnecessary attention to yourself for not the right things. Like it's not necessarily right. a good look. What do you think?
1: I agree. I, I don't think they should have their hand um, in responding to uh, criticisms. Um, and this is kind of just a very, I guess I would say like heavy handed thing to say. It almost mm. seems like they're trying to take a jab at these reviewers. Um, like why aren't your stories lining up? Like yeah. it's not different outlets, uh, different as, people. Right, different outlets, different people are gonna have different experiences with it and different people experience games in different ways. Yeah. Um and I think for them to be like, oh well, like the story's not lining up, be more consistent or like just trying to it just seems very uh ill intended. Mm. It doesn't feel like they're giving the benefit of the doubt to the journalists and reviewers who are who sure. did like put in the time and effort to play a lot of this game and review yeah. it, which, I mean, that takes a lot of time and a lot of effort from journalists, so...
0: And that's why um, this first tweet is fine to me. Scores all lo- over the that. map, so the there's only one tweet. thing left for you to do, play it. If you believe yeah. in our game, you're going to play it. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Yeah,
1: I think that's in- incredibly good-willed. It's aware of um, what is going on in the reception of it. At the same time, it looks at it in a positive light. Yeah, It is optimistic and... um It kind of just empowers uh, consumers to go out and experience it for themselves.
0: Sure, absolutely. Yeah,
1: I love the tone.
0: I did uh, watch some gameplay by Mutant though, and it does look like quite a bit of fun. Yeah, like I like the style so much. So, Mm -hmm. we'll see.
1: We'll see. We'll see when you get your review code eventually. Maybe we'll we'll see if that happens. I don't know if that ship has sailed. Who knows? But.
0: James, can I take this yeah. next one too? I'm yeah, I was just
1: going to say I think you should take this.
0: Okay. Knockout City already has 2 million players. This was four days ago. This is this number is almost doubled by the time we're talking right now. That's insane okay. to me. This is from PC Gamer. EA's temporarily free-to-play ball chucker, Knockout City, has amassed over 2 million players within a few days of release, the publisher <laughs> announced last night. Pardon me for being cynical, but I was oh, sort of checkered. prepared for Knockout City to fall flat on Arrival. The game's reveal trailer was widely ridiculed.
1: By us, James. By us. <laughs> it's true. It was ridiculed by us.
0: Um, By the way, this article talks a lot about the internal staff at PC Gamer. Like, it's an inside joke, so we're just going to kind of read it how it's written. But it says, Tyler walked away from an early preview feeling unimpressed. EA had also seen Rocket Arena, a similarly quirky arena shooter, fumble. What hope did a 3v3 dodgeball game have? And yet, despite oh, it. everything, it seems to have taken off. Now, it probably helps that Knockout City is free to play for its first 10 days, making a dip into superpower dodgeball an easier ask. The game also oh, launched with it. full crossplay <laughs> in an effort to make sure the game has the best shot possible in sustaining a player base, which is freaking huge, James. This is why Fall Guys fell off, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. the $20 paywall, um, and it was only launched for free on PlayStation. Like all this stuff, now this was free to play everywhere, and you could play with
1: everybody everywhere. Right, but um, only for, for the first ten days, correct?
0: Yeah, but I think I think they're gonna have a lot of people do the Retained. upgrade retain. Mm. I think I think it will, especially they're um, giving so much stuff, cosmetic stuff. Like it's a huge bundle you get for twenty dollars, like a massive wow. offering. Okay. Whereas like one skin in Call of Duty is $20 or one skin in Valorant's like a seven, $70 for like a gun. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. $20 isn't, isn't too bad of an ask. Um, it also seems Knockout City simply turned out to be a fun, accessible, and surprisingly compact competitive shooter. I don't know if it's really a shooter, but our Morgan's been playing ball it all chuk-er. week. Yeah, it's a ball chucker. Excuse <laughs> me. Yeah. And <laughs> reckons it could be the freshest multiplayer game of the year. I'm impressed how harmoniously Knockout City's mechanics gel together. Even when I'm ganged up on a 1v3, I have the opportunity to either dodge or catch every ball sent my way. The basic rules of dodgeball naturally create some comeback scenarios while I'm repeatedly catching, throwing, catching, throwing until I'm the last one standing. It's downright (laughs) intoxicating. Ball chucker. I'll pay to see how much this audience... I'll pay... It'll pay to see how much the audience retains when it pulls up to a twenty dollars price tag at the end of the month. But the game's first season starting today, bringing with it a new map playlist and ranked league play, which I got absolutely dominated in. Knockout City doesn't look to be dodging away anytime soon. Nice pun. It's pretty good. Pretty good. I want to play this. I'm with
1: impressed. Games. You played play? on PS Five or PC. Yeah,
0: I played on PS Five.
1: Runs great. It's beautiful. Really feels. It just feels. It just feels great. I mean, that sweet dual sense integration. Uh. It's yes. not bad, but it's not
0: the best. It's not the best integration okay. I've seen. Fair enough. James, this is like, there's a couple things in video games that just feel so satisfying to me, okay? At the top of the list, we have sniping in Battlefield. It's always felt so good to me, yeah, okay? Every time. Knockout City is on the list. It's on the list. Wow. When you hit someone with the ball and you get that, like, bounce sound, and then the, ba-ding, like, ba-ding when somebody goes oh. out and their body just flies away, oh, oh my god. James, maybe the most intense moment I've had in, in video games in the last couple months is the 1v1 situations where you're catching and throwing perfect, and the ball's getting faster and faster between you guys, just back and forth. Wow. And then you just, you know what? Instead of throwing a straight ball, you just throw a curve ball after the th- after like the third back and forth, and they have no idea it's coming. Ba-ding! And they just fly away. It's just the
1: best, dude. It's so good. Oh my How long God. has this game been out? This game has been out like a week so far, maybe a little less than a week. Okay, so do you know how much time is left on that 10 free days? Three more after today. Three more days. I Three more after yeah. after today. Yeah, so yesterday was... will go until Saturday? Yeah, Sunday. they'll probably
0: make... They'll probably round out the weekend. Actually, there's a Knockout City stream happening as we're going, which they're announcing more on that. So I'm sure after the stream, I'll have more information. But it's also like just... It's eight gigs or something like that. It's tiny. So if you download it, let me know. Because I got to get out of Bronze One, bro. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed.
1: I'll give it a download for sure. Hell yeah. All right. Now to continue on to my game. That's right. My game. Overwatch 2 is changing to a 5v5 game. Big changes are coming for Overwatch 2, starting with a substantial alteration to the hero shooter's player versus player mode. For Overwatch 2, Blizzard will switch PvP from two teams of six, the current player count in Overwatch, to two teams of five. That's right, the game that's been a 6v6 battle for the past 5 years will change to 5v5. Overwatch game director Aaron Keller announced the change during a live stream on Thursday. Keller said that the new stream, the new team composition for Overwatch 2 will consist of two damage heroes, two support heroes, and one tank. Keller explained that, quote, Tanks can be problematic and noisy, end quote, and that Blizzard has, quote, Always tried to make our combat easy to read and very understandable and... Sometimes it's just hard to track what 11 other players are doing on the battlefield. Removing, those, removing two of those simplifies everything and it allows players to understand everything that's happening around them and make better choices because of it. End quote. Keller noted that Overwatch PvP has changed drastically over the years, going from no-limits hero selection to limiting players to just one instance of a hero per team to, inst- to instituting role queue. Blizzard has also tested multiple team compositions and sizes, like 4v4 and 7, 7v7, and that they hope 5v5 will make Overwatch 2 easier to understand for players and viewers. The change from 6v6 to 5v5 will mean big changes for tank characters, Keller noted, making them more aggressive and, quote, more hybridy on the damage side, end quote. And this is a welcome addition for myself. Ooh. Even the game's maps are evolving to adapt the, to the single single tank per team change. Blizzard is giving players more cover objects on the battlefield, developers said. The new 5v5 team sizes will extend to Overwatch 2's competitive, quick play, and new push PvP modes based on gameplay shown on new maps set in New York and Toronto. Overwatch 2 does not yet have a release date, but Activision Blizzard has said not to expect the game in 2021. Yep. Wow. I read this for the first time. Okay. What do you feel? These are I, your live
0: reactions, people.
1: This is this, this is, is it. my live reactions. Um, at first, I was a little nervous. Sure. I was like, interesting because what I was worried about is that there will be more uh rigidity and uh the sort of metas, so you okay. can kind of always expect the same sort of things. And same I thought, flat flare. right, but with taking out two of those variables because that's one per team, hmm. um, I, I was a little like, well. That means there's less options to anticipate in terms of gameplay it almost at to a certain extent I was worried that it would change the rock paper scissors dynamic to just rock paper okay um I don't know if that's a accurate um, analogy, but it just felt like it was losing something but i their vision looks like it's to simplify the gameplay loop a little bit for to be uh more accessible, but what I'm worried about is it's going to make the game. Uh, easier to master and easier to pick up rather than something that is really? easy to okay. pick up and hard to master. So, um,
0: let me ask you. Uh, it said that we're going two damage heroes, two support heroes, and one tank. I like. I feel like it's more fun to master, like, oh, well, we're actually just going to do... We're going to do four support and one damage and stuff like that. Like, that's the experimentation that's fun for me in Overwatch 2. Same with valorant and stuff like that where you're using you want to like try to chain powers together like oh what's what's abilities are going to be good with what abilities how can we like make this work against our opposite team right. and stuff does this take away that for you or is this like just or like how does that work for you
1: well i don't if correct me if i'm wrong ben, but i don't think you can do that anymore i think it's pretty, in overwatch in overwatch i think you just have to change because of the role queue you yeah. have to be like okay so we're gonna have two tanks two damage yeah. and two support yeah that, that's that's true and so i i liked the variation you can have you can have damage tanks you know because there there are more hybridy tanks and overwatch like reinhardt is like tank tank yeah right but if you go someone like oh my gosh i don't know um i forgot what his name is uh the dude who has the uh the gravity balls mm, uh you,
0: sigma sigma
1: sigma yeah ligma yeah um (laughs) sigma is definitely more on the damage side of Mm -hmm. the the tank spectrum or zarya's like that as well yep um and so i like the variation in that but if they accommodate this by adding more hybrid tanks that more uh that balance out that tank roll damage roll Mm -hmm. a little better i can see that uh going well but i think it's just going to have to be balanced and giving tanks equal capabilities for yeah. rather on the tanky or um, balance between tanky and damage. Sure. Um, but of course, that'll change de- depending on the and, characters. I, I expect some to be a little more tanky and less on the damage side. But as I just hope it makes sense.
0: And it, I mean, I like this. Blizzard's not just thinking about like taking the tanks down and like changing them. They're also changing the maps to better fit that style. So it's not like... Right we're just changing the characters and then placing them in the same maps or whatever. They're kind of doing some adjustments there too. Which that, that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. I'm sure there'll be a lot of backlash. I'm like, Oh, this map's not the same anymore because you did this and this. There's always going to be that, but, um, they're thinking about it. They're trying. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. I mean, I'm excited. Over. Yeah. I'm excited for overwatch Two
1: man. Yeah. Blizzard's a big boy studio. They know what they're
0: doing. Exactly. They got a lot of, they got a lot of money coming through. They got a lot of money. Uh, so I wrote a little article out about Sonic the Hedgehog collection, a little leak, a little rumor action with a little uh, screenshot and stuff like that. But uh, as of 45 minutes ago, this is completely debunked. So I'm going to go over the Sonic event that happened about 45 minutes ago, uh, and it was really anticlimactic, if anything. I was it's kind of what I was expecting, I guess. But um, I was watching someone else react to it, so I have my notes based on how kind of they were feeling, because I'm not a huge Sonic fan. Like, I like Sonic, but I haven't, like, played it for my whole... I guess the last time I played Sonic was probably, like, PS2. I picked up a Sonic game, you know? Mm -hmm. So here we go. This is what we got. Sonic is going to be in Lost Judgment as an arcade game. The Sega game, the Yakuza spinoff Judgment, it'll be in the new one for some reason. I don't know. It's just, like, an arcade game in there. I didn't get it. Sonic is also going to be a doctor in a doctor simulator game. Basically, the first 10 minutes of this game were, like... Here are the other intellectual properties that we're just going to throw Sonic into. Got it. Um, So that was that.
1: Uh Uh,
0: I'm I'm sorry I just blanked because my doorbell just went off, and I hope um, someone will get it because I'm not going to get it right now. Um, (laughs) uh, Okay, we're getting a Sonic Colors port or remaster. We're not really sure which one it is, Um, but it's happening. Sonic Colors is coming back in some sort of way. I'm not really sure. Also, there's a Sonic Originals pack coming to new consoles. Right, isn't that
1: Sonic Colors Ultimate? It just said Sonic Colors, so maybe Ultimate. No, there's a Sonic Colors Colors Ultimate announcement trailer. Oh, then I guess it's Ultimate. It's a 4K on PlayStation, Xbox, enhanced visuals, refined controls, and more gameplay okay. upgrades. So remaster. Yeah, remaster. Or, I, what? What? I guess it's I, a remaster. It's, yeah. Okay. Cool. So, so yeah, Sonic Colors
0: Ultimate, Uh Sonic Originals pack coming to new consoles, which is just three of the original games they're ported this is no like visual upgrade or anything and they're selling that so they're i don't know if you're into that and then there was just five minutes of random bullshit five minutes of interview random bullshit that didn't matter or anything and then we built the whole conference built to these three single shots of a cg trailer with sonic running through the forest extremely dramatically we only saw his feet he does this in the in the trees And then it just fades Mm. into this like cryptic writing that nobody knows what it reads. And then it says 2022. And it was about five seconds. And then the conference abruptly ended with just like that. The live stream just cut. Done. Mm. So new Sonic game 2022. That's it. That's literally it. That was the whole thing. I have no no other comments.
1: Uh, Sonic Originals or Sonic Colors Ultimate announced coming September 7th. Cool, cool, cool. And that, so, uh Sonic games are coming to PlayStation now. Sonic Forces, Sonic Team Racing, yep. and Sonic Mania.
0: And Luna. Don't forget, it's coming to Amazon Luna. Oh. That was a big logo on there. A huge logo. So I don't know if there's some sort of deal or
1: partnership there. Following this is a meme of the Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler holding it's the Furby, but instead of the Furby, it's just a Sonic <laughs> head.
0: Because they announced chains. They announced That's that right. they're selling... Golden, not golden, but like bling, Sonic characters. It's the whole. It's a
1: whole thing. It's Knuckles, tails, Sonic, and Shadow. It's a thing of beauty, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, I have no interest in this whatsoever. I used to be a okay. big Sonic kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of them. I still have Sonic Heroes for the GameCube. Sure. And I played the absolute shit out of that. Nice. Um, had Sonic Adventure one and two. Mm-hmm. Um, and Other than that, never looked back since a lot of those early, like, Wii and uh, PlayStation Mm -hmm. 2 and GameCube era Sonic games. I guess I played a lot of Sonic on Wii, then. Mm -hmm.
0: Mario vs. Sonic Olympics? Are you kidding
1: me? Absolutely. Oh my god. What else? Winter Olympics? There's Shadow the Hedgehog, where he had a freaking gun? Oh,
0: also, this uh, trailer, like, this whole event said rated E to M. Like, is there an M-rated Sonic game? Does that exist? Like, I don't know. I, I've, I'd i imagine there could be an, a T-rated Shadow game on, like, the DS. I think it
1: was... But what could be uh, M? Seen a, Sha- Sonic the Hedgehog was rated T. I mean, I sorry, not Sonic. Shadow the Hedgehog was rated T. Uh, M-rated Sonic. Sonic doing my research on Shadow the Hedgehog Shadow the Hedgehog. There's none. There's no M-rated T. Oh, yet. I guess I so Shadow the Hedgehog was not rated T. It was rated E10. But it was <laughs> originally going to be rated T because um it contains red blood, violent scenes and instances of cursing. Wow. Really edgy. Really edgy. And Sonic. <laughs> yep. Uh, All right, James, give me yeah. the next one. Alright, so this week, yesterday, we had Dragon Quest 35th anniversary. If any year played a Dragon Quest game,
0: Negative Ghost Rider. Actually, that's either.
1: a lie. Maybe on the DS. I've never played a Dragon Quest game. Oh look right now. Keep reading. Okay. So we just thought we'd round up everything that they Square Enix announced in the Dragon Quest 35th anniversary event. The first of which, the biggest announcement, is the announcement of Dragon Quest 12, The Flames of Fate. This is the next big installment to change the franchise's battle system as we know it's been traditionally a uh turn-based battle system but who knows what it's going to look like uh now um i played dragon quest
0: 9 on the ds okay i i don't remember remember much about it it. no i just remember picking it up at a GameStop. probably not i don't know i wasn't a big turn-based combat guy as a kid i was just very like you know what I mean? Like, my attention was, like, all over the place. And so, like, Pokemon was the best turn-based you could possibly get. But, like, beyond that, it was, like, a struggle. I was like, where can I play Call of Duty on my DS? Because I need instant gratification. Okay. <laughs> I was just not very smart as a kid, okay? That was just it. It took me a long time to grow up. I'm still not smart now. It's just, it is what it is. <laughs> but, um, oh, also, they were on Dragon Quest Nine in 2009. So, that's kind of sick what are we on we, you said 15 the flames of 12, fate
1: 12 12 12 12
0: they've only come out with three in the last 11 years 12 yeah, years apparently dude flames of fate is definitely the badass sequel title i, I
1: didn't know i needed this sounds sound so cool it sounds really cool this might be the one for me anyway um another one they announced so we didn't get anything else on that we just got a title card that mm-hmm. looked badass sure and, Aside from that, nothing. No other, no other news, or we don't know who the protagonist is, yeah. or anything like that. Okay. Next thing, Dragon Quest Treasures, a treasure hunting RPG starring characters from Dragon Quest Eleven, a remake of Dragon Quest Three in a similar HD 2D visual style to Square Enix's Octopath Traveler, which looks really pretty. It's gorgeous. If you haven't seen that, yeah. The next major expansion to Dragon Quest Ten, the Japan-only MMO. Dragon Quest X Offline, a top-down version of X that doesn't require an internet connection, and Dragon Quest Keshi Keshi, a mobile puzzle game. There you go. Uh, only Dragon Quest 2 and Treasures are confirmed for worldwide release. Um, Or, sorry, that might be Dragon Quest 3, and I just typoed it. Yeah, Dragon Quest 3 and Treasures are confirmed for worldwide releases. The rest, I think, will be exclusive to Japan. Okay. Fair. Cool. Um, this piques my interest, kind of. I mean, Dragon cool. Quest Twelve kind of sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people really, really love the, these games. Huge. Yeah. uh Cult falling behind them. Yeah. Uh, especially Eleven, with a hero. I, that. It, that's right. That's... I forgot the protagonist's name is just Hero, and it changes. Like it changes the protagonist, right. but his name is always Hero. Yeah. I think. It's no. It's some,
0: something like that. Because they have different. Yeah but I don't really, I only I know my, that
1: because of smash.
0: There's one on game pass right now that I kind of want to check out. Um, is it? I don't know. I'd have to pull it up, but hmm. too much internet I'm already too using too much internet doing the podcast dog. I can't, I can't be fair enough. I can't be chugging fair enough. All right. Uh, all the news from Sony investor day. This comes from the verge. I didn't even know that we had an investor day for Sony coming in, but the PlayStation five will become profitable in June, which is interesting because it hasn't been profitable at all yet. And but we knew that. I thought it was going to take a lot longer for it to become profitable.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, even though Sony has previously stated it was selling the PlayStation Five at a loss, the PS5 will soon break even in June and become profitable the very same month, according to investors' presentation during its Investor Day. This is fast, especially considering that Sony hasn't even caught up to consumer demand amongst global chip shortage. Uh, I'm back on the PlayStation Five hunt because my brother wants one, and that means I'm I'm back looking. I'm looking for the drops. Got to tell
1: me who wants one too.
0: It's kind of fun hunting for the drops. I'm I'm enjoying the race. Okay, Yeah. this is for the standard PS5 with the disc drive, and it's not clear if the digital edition is more or less profitable. I don't know because I don't know. Interesting. I, the chip shortage is going to be the same on both of them, but you just add a disc drive on the the.
1: Um... Yeah, but it costs more to uh, produce the disc version. Sure.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. So I don't know. Presentation also revealed that the renowned PS exclusive Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, migration to PC. So we are getting a PC port of Uncharted 4, which is exciting. Yes, we are. That opens the door to Naughty Dog to put Last of Us 1 and 2 on there, too. Mm-hmm. They probably will, eventually. Yep. I mean, Days Gone is on there, and people are loving Days Gone on PC. They stand, yep. it looks incredible. And Horizon Zero Dawn's on there. Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know what else. I think that's the big three right now. That's it right now. (laughs) Steam just opened a PlayStation Studios store on their page. A a page on their Steam store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, This makes sense after the PC port of Horizon Zero Dawn made more than double the money that Sony invested in bringing it to gaming computers. That's sick. And God of War Ragnarok is confirmed to be the official title of the upcoming game. And that'll be 2022 still. That is not happening this year. I'll tell you that much. Yep, it's not happening. No shot, baby. Unless... In less than two weeks, we get a reveal trailer and it says 2021. I will not believe it. Even if it says, even if there is a reveal trailer that says 2021 this summer at E3, I don't freaking believe it. It'll get delayed
1: 100%. You know what? I'm proud of uh, Sony Santa Monica for sticking to their guns about not putting out any DLC or anything for it. They just did their New Game Plus, excuse me, and their uh, next gen update. Did and they then, just say that they weren't going to do any DLC? I mean, they don't need it. I don't know, but they just they just didn't do it. I'm, I didn't. I, mean, I did Like, it. I feel like they could have and just done like, oh, we're going to do like a like a what was the Last of Us one, Left Behind. Yeah, they could have done that. Sort yeah, of course, but they didn't. Well, they're just like we're just getting to work on the next game because mm-hmm.
0: I mean they released Left Behind before Uncharted Four came out, I guess, mm-hmm. right? So I don't know. They were switching the whole switching the game, but um. And I guess if you wanted God, more God of War, you just fight all the Valkyries. You do that whole thing. Like, that's yep. a that's a whole experience in itself. Mm-hmm. It's too much to I me. still I need to do. Yeah, I couldn't... I, I need to do a God of War
1: replay. I do too.
0: Yeah, we'll see.
1: We'll see we'll if see. I get there. Valve is making a Switch-like portable gaming PC. It's kind of a surprise, Finn.
0: Is yeah, it's kind of weird. It's, it's a Valve-ass thing. That's a Valve-ass thing to do. Thing. Yeah, you're right. They're They're going to be like, oh, it launches with Half-Life 2 again. Here we go. (laughs) you want to
1: play Team Fortress 2? Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. But here it is and you can play it. (laughs) Video game and hardware studio Valve has been secretly building a Switch. Well, not so secret anymore. Building a Switch-like portable PC designed to run a large number of games on the stream PC platform via Linux. And it could launch supply chain willing by year's end. Multiple sources familiar, familiar with the matter have confirmed that the hardware has been in development for some time, and this week, Valve itself pointed the, to the device by slipping new hardware-related code into the latest version of Steam, the company's popular PC gaming storefront and ecosystem. Stream's code, or Steam's code pointed to a new device named, quote, SteamPal.
0: SteamPal.
1: And how, what do you think? I don't know. of the name of the name specifically i don't know
0: i don't know what to think steam pal
1: it sounds like
0: steampunk like i guess like not even really it doesn't even sound like that at all i don't really know steam pal pal is almost <laughs> like a demeaning word it's like calling someone buddy okay pal time to go
1: <laughs> all right pal you gotta get out of here it's too late the bar's closing
0: that's what i think of every single time
1: yep Likely to have an Intel or AMD chip, and it's unclear whether or not it will have multiple models with different specs. Uh, at least one prototype is... What? Prototype? Oh, I see. It's supposed to say wide. At least one prototype is wide compared to the Switch, as in it is wider in size. Got uh, It's got a standard sort of controller design with buttons, triggers, pair of joysticks, and at least one thumb-sized touchpad in addition the device's touch-sensitive screen. It's still in the prototype stage and will include the option to dock to larger uh, monitors, and it's probably running Steam Proton. It's open-source OS powered by Linux. Why would they need a dock if it's a gaming computer? If you're you're buying this... Well, it's like a Switch. It's just... It's handheld.
0: So it's the whole... Mm. I guess there's a market for this. Maybe.
1: What do you think? I, I mean it, there's more of a market to this than the than the uh, steam machines that they tried to sell like That's years true. Ago. I mean the only people who are, really have done this are Nvidia Shield and which is kind of Nvidia's kind of a mess right now with their yeah. cuz I don't think they ever resolved a lot of their licensing issues with um I want to get someone on the their show that subscribes to it. Yeah, I do too.
0: I want to just hear what they what they think. I want to hear why they subscribe. If you're listening to this and you subscribe to that, let us know. Send yeah, a we DM. Wanna, we have questions. I have questions.
1: No, I don't want to be mean. I just want to know. I'm curious. <laughs> but yeah, we just have that, and we have a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. But I should mention this though. Yeah. In addition to this, we also have uh the the remote play that comes from uh Microsoft. I forgot what it's called.
0: The remote but but you can, can be literally... from Microsoft?
1: Oh, cloud. It's just the... Uh... Uh, cloud.
0: Fuck. It's just Game Pass Ultimate gives you version of cloud something.
1: Right, and you just play Damn games it. on your phone and connect it there's to There's a, a word, James. Controls. There's a word. Yeah, there's a word for it.
0: Anyways, I don't know. Did we skip over the Nintendo thing, by the way? I think we did.
1: Yeah, we totally did.
0: That's a good thing because this rolls right into it. Great. This rolls right into it because Nintendo plans an upgraded Switch replacement as soon as September. This comes from Bloomberg. People familiar with the matter, said Nintendo company, plans to begin assembly of its new Switch as soon as July and release the upgraded replacement in September or October, likely to p- be priced higher than the $300 original. May be announced ahead of these three to allow publishers to showcase their full range of Switch games at the global event. People are saying it's going to be revealed today. Today.
1: Whoa. Whoa.
0: Who knows? Um, damn it, I lost my... I lost my. Okay, here we go. The Switch maker's response to PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X will be to upgrade its flagship console to a 7-inch Samsung display, OLED display, and faster NVIDIA graphics. Silicon make it capable of 4K output when docked to a TV. This baby is going to run hot. I'll take it that much because my Switch gets hot playing other games. Imagine this baby output in 4K. That fan do be purring in there, okay? Suppliers are confident they can fulfill Nintendo's orders despite the ongoing chip shortages. I call Cap. Its production lines are better prepared for the potential component shakeup, and the parts Nintendo are using are subject to less competition than those in its rivals' more powerful consoles. However, Nintendo's ability to meet demand won't be guaranteed as shortage display drift, as drivers. shortage display drivers and Bluetooth chips are also hindered by are have also hindered Switch production. We yeah, the Switch has been in a shortage. They. We literally talked about months ago There, people were trying to buy mm-hmm. a Switch in quarantine, and since everybody was home, everybody wanted to Switch. No shot you were going to Switch. Good luck. You were, you were paying mm-hmm. scalp prices, and that was three yep. years after it came out. You joke my ass? Mm-hmm. They're, these are definitely going to have a shortage. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you think know they're going to launch Breath of the Wild 2 with this too? You thought. You thought. I'll be there day one. Not, not getting this. I'll be getting uh, Breath of the Wild 2 for my other Switch
1: if it runs, hopefully. God, we'll see. The current uh, switch screen is 6.2 inches, so that will be almost an entire inch of screen real estate being added.
0: 0.8 extra, baby. Yep. If you really want to flex Do you on
1: think them. it will uh, use the current Joy-Cons?
0: Uh Ooh, great question. I think it will be compatible with the current Joy-Cons, but I think there will be an upgraded Joy-Cons that also work. There will be like, there may be a little like sturdier, a little bit different placement, but I think it'll be the same exact controls.
1: Do you think it'll be still called the Switch, or Switch subtitle, or Switch two? Switch Pro, Switch Pro, yeah. Right.
0: Switch Alt, no
1: Switch. Will ultima- you buy one? No, I
0: don't play my Switch okay. enough, and yeah. I like I like my Switch, but I, I don't play it enough to upgrade. And I love playing it. I love playing indie games on my PlayStation for trophies. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the trophies are great.
1: I'm thinking about it because I'm a I'm a, a 4K snob
0: now. Yeah, but that's yeah. the thing though. If I'm playing a 4K game, I'm playing it on my PlayStation. If I'm playing a handheld like little game, love playing it on the Switch. So I'd I barely ever dock my Switch in to play it on, mm. on something. Unless it's like I don't know, Pokemon or Breath of the Wild, but God, I'm really having a Pokemon itch right now, by the way. I might have to wow. I might have to pop back in an inch sword after this. We'll see. <laughs> Hit me with the next one.
1: Metro Exodus now has PCs. PC support for the PS5's DualSense controller, Haptics. This is Let's big, bin. Let's This go. is big. You can now use your PS5 DualSense controller on PC much more fully than you used to, thanks to developers on Metro Exodus over at 4A Games. The PS5 controller has worked on Steam for more than a few months now, but making the Haptics work hasn't been at the top of many developers' lists. The number of PC games with a Haptic controller hooked up is probably still quite low, but after a recent hotfix, the haptics are on for Metro players, with full feedback and adaptive triggers of the DualSense on display. It's not clear if Metro Exodus is the first PC game to get the PS5 controllers' haptics up and running, but it's certainly the first high-profile game to do so. Vin, this excites me. Yep, because I because. love the haptics in the DualSense, and I like think I cannot go without them if I were to use it for PC. Um, yeah, well, I hope me... this creates a trend. I think also. I'm trying to Go look ahead. right now.
0: Um, Metro Exodus. Oh, no. I only have Metro 2033 and Metro Last Light. Exodus is the only one with the upgrade. 2033 and Last Light were free on Epic Game Store. Um, but dang. Okay, because I really wanted to try it out.
1: I really want to play Metro Exodus. This has dang, been like great, at the back of my log. I've heard it so depressing, hmm. but I heard it so good. It was kind of the ones okay. that flew a little bit under the radar. Like it got good reception, yeah. but just no one really picked it up because they didn't think it was their thing. I feel Even like what... that's
0: all the Metro games for me. I feel like they've all kind of flown under the radar. Whereas mm-hmm. people like them. They have a good fan base. People and... really like them. Great yeah. fan
1: base. So
0: hmm, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. But really what this excites me for is like, this is available. Like if people, we this is the... this is the hard part for me though. We already have games that launch on all these different consoles the last thing in developers uh, like that on their importance list is to make dual sense support right now for their haptics. You know what I mean? That so, That's it's cool. If a developer does that, it's even harder. Developers aren't going to want to go back and do that. Like that's, they're going to want to patch their game, not go back and try to make this happen. But if Metro Exodus gets really good, um, like publicity for this and stuff like that, or maybe there's chatter about it, maybe we'll see more studios doing that. Um, But honestly, these devs need to start making use of the haptic feedback all around it's great it is great it's so good so uh,
1: you know what it. ben i've been thinking about this lately and i'm just glad that dual sense like is not the fad that we kind of like um were, we're speculating it was gonna be mm-hmm.
0: like it had all these features that nobody nobody was gonna use
1: mm-hmm. yeah i've uh,
0: i don't know if it's quite hit the peak of what i want it to be yet like we're still early on. We're only six months into this into the console generation, okay? We we got some more games coming out. Like I really I hear Returnal is incredible with uh with the feedback, but I haven't played that yet. There's other games too. I don't know. Week was so, really Astrobot
1: for me, I'm not gonna lie. Oh my god, so good. It was so good. So good.
0: Um okay, Borderlands 3. Borderlands 3 was ready to allow full crossplay, but PlayStation support has been pulled. WTF. This comes from IGN. Borderlands 3 prepared an update that enables full crossplay across all platforms. But Gearbox has told to remove this crossplay support for PS4 and PS5. Sony, what the hell? We've been talking about this for years with different games. What are you doing? Uh, A tweet from Randy Pitchford reads, Good news or bad news first? Good news, an update for Borderlands 3 has been prepared for release that includes full crossplay support across all platforms. Bad news? For certification, we have been required by the publisher to remove cross-play support for PlayStation consoles. Stupid. Not clear whether this is 2K's decision oh. or Sony's. 100% Sony's. You joke my ass. But given Sony's history with Fortnite, it would, make, it would make it look like Sony's behind the decision. Maybe it's a certification issue? No shot. This is Sony saying, why? This is Sony saying, we want people to play on our platform and not with other people. I don't understand it. If we can't have them, no one can. Exactly. They're really sticking to their guns with this. It's stupid. I hate it. And you know what? Knockout City doesn't have this problem. Crossplay everywhere. Because well. they have their own... This is the difference. The games that can host their own username platform, like uh, such as Call of Duty's full crossplay right now, right? Or uh, Actually, I think multiplayer and Warzone are. Um, they, yeah. You have an Activision Destiny. ID that is tied to it. What Destiny? Destiny though? Not yet, because it's not out crossplay's not out yet um it's in beta though right but you have you can have a bungee account that's tied to oh, something and then it match makes within the bungee account right. and then plays. You're right um uh, i don't know does borderlands have that does borderlands have that kind of thing
1: or are they just going to be like no i i mean you could do oh you know what they did okay they absolutely did i remember having to sign with my gearbox account in Borderlands go. too.
0: i guess sony's just block i don't know why sony would block it it's stupid and this There's game's been cock box Yep, they're dono-walling everybody. Mm-hmm. They're really dono-walling. I, I would like some sort of explanation about this. Like, maybe they have a good reason, but I haven't heard it yet. And they kind of been ignoring it for a lot of years. Like, I might be a Sony pony, but they this they're really messing up on. This sucks. This sucks big time. I don't mm-hmm. even play Borderlands 3 and this sucks. Because it just means we're not headed in a good direction. Yep. Still.
1: They're going to get punished big time if they keep going like this. player's not going to like it.
0: Exactly. We have one more news story that's not really a new story, it's just a headline and it's not really random fun stuff because I want to I want to talk about this a little bit. Okay. But 73% of Resident Evil Village and 72% of Mass Effect Legendary Edition sales have been on PlayStation. That Same. is huge. There's no shot. There's no shot that right now that these games outsold like PC. It outsold PC on PlayStation. Like that's crazy to me. Why? Why do you think that?
1: I I, like, I, I I just think most people. I truly have, don't know. I think most. I just think that most people who have and want these, I mean the the next generation of games, are gonna be on PlayStation Five. I mean, look at the sales numbers. But,
0: but Village and like these are pre PS4 games mostly, right? They have to be.
1: I mean, yeah, but I mean, I feel like most of the PS people who own ps4s really want to migrate to ps5 i mean but that does yeah. say that there's more people that own ps5s and ps4s because i know that's for sure not true sure um oh whoa 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 what? what's up i'm reading right now i clicked the link
0: this article from games industry biz has been taken down is this false did they hold on i'm trying to read i don't want to give false information here on the podcast we got to make mm-hmm. sure
1: it's legit never yeah yeah, it's been reviewed by monitors for a variety of reasons, including giving community. Oh, safe. this oh, is UK a physical only misleading title. Mm.
0: Wow, UK, we got baited. We got baited. I'm sorry, that's my fault. I fell for it. I fell for it and put it in. I was Damn. like, "There's no way this is true." So, Resident Evil has reclaimed the top of blah blah blah. blah, blah, blah. Let's see. Um, yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, cool. I guess that's still big. Talk about. I guess that's still big. That only twenty percent is buying it on Xbox, seventy percent is buying it on PlayStation, but that does not include PC, and it's only physical. So that's a tiny slice. Sorry, everybody.
1: And you don't buy physical copies
0: for PC, right? That's why it's not, yeah, it wouldn't be on PC. It's just an Xbox mm-hmm. and uh, PlayStation dealio. But mm-hmm. that brings us in to random fun stuff. I apologize for the mis-headline. Wait, but on a,
1: uh, this isn't like a story, but yeah, Epic Games has updated their website to include a bunch of Unreal Engine 5 stuff. Oh, yes. And it's pretty insane.
0: I watched I watched part of the demo. Oh, you did? Yeah, it's the same. Remember when we watched the first uh, Unreal Engine? I do remember that. It's the same character. It's the same character. Okay. And she's taking down this giant iron gun goblin beast thing and it falls down it's it's kind of short it's just like a little kind of fight kind of just movement kind of thing it falls to its knees like bends over and just like dust goes everywhere and there's like a huge whoosh and you see like her clothing like like you know it's like a rush of air it was pretty cool um i don't really know what else what they were demoing in the whole thing Oh, actually, no, they showed light, so they can assign light to objects now and then move that around the room instead of assigning light off screen
1: and then making it react with objects. You can assign light to right. an actual and object. You, a big thing with the lighting in this engine is you don't have to, I think it's called mapping the uh, light rays. Sure. Could be wrong. Um, mm-hmm. But basically, you don't have to manually like say, oh, this light is going to come in from this direction and it's going to bounce off of this thing and go in this direction. Yeah. It's just you just place the source and it acts as you a saw light the circle, source. Right? It
0: yeah, it, it like diffused the light in kind of like circle-ish patterns around the room. It was cool. It was mm-hmm. it was really cool.
1: Yeah. So uh, I'm super excited for Unreal Engine Five. They have oh, yeah. like some signups for beta. Um, yep. Access and, to those in games dude, development, which is not me. Metahumans.
0: The full thing comes out pretty soon. I can't There's wait to play tools. around with it more. It's their
1: um Oh, that's AI... the facial Yeah. AI oh, generator. my God.
0: Mm-hmm. It's cool. Super it's really
1: cool. cool. Excited to see what comes out of Unreal Engine 5 because it literally looks insane. Yeah.
0: Yep, yep. This is it. Random fun stuff.
1: Where's is that a story, baby? Can I start us off? <laughs> yes, you can.
0: There's a new Peppa Pig game announced. I was dared on stream to get the Platinum Trophy, and I think I have to do it now. I think I'm like contractually blind to play this game all the way
1: mm-hmm. so it's happening I'm, I'm playing it you're up playstation plus <laughs> offers star wars squad <laughs> literally in the middle of <laughs> uh so playstation plus offers star wars squadrons virtue of fighter 5 ultimate showdown and operation tango for june
0: uh operation tango looks super sick it's a co-op spy game and it looks like pretty fun
1: it looks uh, like it- a pretty fun game that i will never play uh, i'll add it injustice gods among us joins xbox games with gold for june Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Pokemon Shining Pearl will come out on November 19th.
0: Uh, Pokemon legends, legends, say this for me, James. I can't say it. Arceus. Arceus will be released on January 28th, 2022.
1: Xbox and Bethesda Games Showcase is slated for June 13th at 10 a.m. Pacific time.
0: And tomorrow we get uh, a, um, oh my god, Far Cry 6. Uh, sorry, that's literally the next one. I'm stupid. I was... Uh, that's fine. There's a Far Cry 6
1: gameplay tomorrow morning. <laughs> yep. 9.30 um, Pacific a. time.
0: I think we're actually... At least writers for sure, but uh, we might try to do it on Shifty Casual on stream and upload cool. a video, so we'll see.
1: Cool. Ben, are you next? Or
0: am I Oh, uh, BlizzCon? I don't even know. BlizzCon 2021 has been canceled with a global event set for early 2022. All right. Is that surprise you, ben? Uh, No, not sh- no shot. Everything's getting canceled. All in-person events are canceled. Yes, sir.
1: Rip. I'm... Um, among us is available for free
0: on epic game store bet beautiful you love to see it yep that is gonna do it for episode 66 guys there that's a wrap uh that was all a 57 minutes right that's perfect time perfect time perfect time thank you guys so much for joining us if you're in twitch chat we'll be right back for uh so we can chat with y'all right after the show's over if you're on youtube make sure to hit that like baby hit that subscribe leave a comment Whatever you're feeling, it would help us out a lot. If you're listening on audio platforms, if you can give us a five-star review, that would be so incredible. That would be so incredible. It would help us a lot. We appreciate you guys watching. James, again, I'm just really happy you're back, man. I'm just really, really happy you're back. be back. Feels good. Feels good. All right. Chat. We will be back right after the outro plays. We'll see you guys next week.